Thanks for listening to the Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and the following episode is sponsored by the team at Crypto528DAO with a view to be your weekly source of crypto news, education, trading, and helping guide you through another crypto winter. I hope you enjoy this weekly crypto update series and invite you to leave a review. This will allow others to easily find the Calgary Business Podcast, including all episodes in this Crypto 528 sponsored series. I also invite you to subscribe to the Calgary Business Podcast from whatever app you access your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and even Amazon Music. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great day. Good afternoon and welcome to the Crypto Market Update with Crypto 528 uh, co-founder Mark uh, Magliocci. Mark Le- Magliocco. I think I got that right. Mark. Did I get that right? <laughs> you know, I think we should just mix it up each time and then, you know, just keep people on their toes, right? They don't really know what the true the true last name is. But Mark is a descendant of uh, the cave, the caveman islands, isn't it, Mark? You're in the caveman yeah, well, islands? I mean, I wouldn't say, I, that's we're currently where I... Uh, live my oh my you're habitat. not in the cave you're in the yeah, cave I'm not in the cave well i mean but, technically probably if we go all the way back and you know we, we probably both came from caves some, caveman some era but yeah. so mark for, for our listeners i think there are three now yeah. um oh. this ep- this episode this is episode four which yeah. covers the week leading up to today with 28th of august 2022 but mark what's on the agenda yeah you know what I'll, let me uh and again thanks for uh having us on having me on and uh you know always a pleasure I look forward to it every Sunday. Uh, so let's uh, take a look here. I'm just going to share my screen. Uh, and so what we're looking at this week, well, um, so MakerDAO, I'm not sure if uh, everyone's familiar with MakerDAO, uh, but basically they're a stablecoin protocol. So uh, people like people can go to use their, and it's decentralized, so it's a, it's a DeFi protocol. Um, and people can actually go and borrow collateral from their pool and mint their own stablecoin. So um, here, and that, actually, this is uh, the first of its kind. So, uh, over- and they came out. So they just to go. I'm going to give some his my own personal mm-hmm. history. I don't know a lot, but they came out. I think three or four, 2018, 2019, and when MakerDAO was released, or you know, they started trading. I don't know what the I was looking for their coin. I don't see them. I don't see their value. But yeah, it's, I came, think it's Maker MKR. I mean, actually, we can just uh, you know quickly pull it up for so, uh, for users here. They want. So Wait, when they came ahead, up. Yeah. When they came up, I was just looking at the FTX, but it's not, I can't find it. When they came out, so they're yeah, well, I, that's, I, that's know, their so governance. They're pretty, they're pretty heavy. They were they think they issued around three four hundred dollars per coin way back mm-hmm. uh, three four years ago. So they're trading pretty good considering the market today. I don't know what their high is. What's their ultimate yeah. high? Yeah, let's high? take let's take a quick look. Yeah, but keep in mind this is their governance token. So um, what it, what it in, allows users to to buy look they they reached over 30 yeah well, like this is you know the the height of the, the all-time high of the crypto market look at that okay. five five thousand it's wow. not even the, what's what's i don't know what the atm is here we're getting there but almost six grand probably yeah. somewhere around there anyway so just so anyway yeah. way back back in the day I, I i thought they basketed together with some kind of a basket of currencies but you probably can explain it better but i remember so jan grapsky mm-hmm. who was part of uh consensus in dubai so Jan is kind of a coder, and he was he got all excited because I, I was mm-hmm. uh, I was in Dubai, 
in May 2018 for a conference. And I met I met Jan and he was part of Consensus. Just to give you who Consensus is, the co-founder of uh, Ethereum, Joe Lubin or Joseph Lubin uh, was part of uh, Consensus. So, you know, I was, mm -hmm. I was, I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. And he was, he goes, the only thing I'm excited about, this was 2019 or, or, or sorry, late 2018 was MakerDAO. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to go, get, I didn't know much about him. So, you know, maybe you can share some and, you know, share something based on this article you, you're sharing here today. Yeah, actually, I mean, so what I pulled up right now is uh, it's actually uh, MakerDAO's white paper. And uh, for those, for those of you who might not be familiar with uh, MakerDAO, or sorry, with white papers. Uh, so it's basically like a prospectus for cryptocurrencies. It's, it's the equivalent, uh, except instead of having like you know a hundred page prospectus like in traditional finance, yeah. Uh, many cryptocurrencies have like a twenty page, if you're lucky. Uh, which is also when I when I first entered the space, I thought it was a little crazy. But uh, anyway, so if we're looking at MakerDAO, so it's a multi collateral um, dot. So basically, you can create. Um, like users of the protocol can borrow uh, assets. Essentially, they're leveraging collateral assets, yeah. and these as assets are approved by the maker governments governance. Sorry. And so, what I just what we just looked at, like this governance token here, this is actually like you know, so the holders of this governance token uh, can make decisions in MakerDAO, so they oh, can nice. you know determine. Well, this like, could help which... your own Crypto Five Two Eight DAO. You could some it, of the understanding. This is probably a pretty good white paper to look at. Definitely. Well, I mean, that's why I, I actually didn't even need to uh, to go and find it. I already had it in one of the infinite tabs I have up yeah. here. But nice. um, okay. yeah, funny enough, but I mean, the, and so uh, actually, yeah, I mean, it's a great kind of segue into the rest of the article. But so we, if you go back here, um, so essentially MakerDAO has now uh, opened a $100 million DAI loan, which is, you know, if you go back here, so DAI is a decentralized, unbiased, collateral-backed cryptocurrency soft peg to the U.S. dollar. Um, so essentially what it allows people to do is actually use the collateral um, by leveraging collateral assets to mint their own stable coin, DAI, um, that's pegged to the U.S. dollar. So this is a $100 million one-for-one -one U.S. dollar loan Nice uh, to, hunt, to Huntington, Hunting, Huntington, Huntington Valley. Bank. Yeah, so Huntington Valley yeah, Bank, Bank. Are in, in Philadelphia. And so that... Yep. You know, this is a this is a local com uh, community bank, but this is mm -hmm. actually pretty cool. So the, I'm going to use the can, phrase... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, go ahead. So this, yeah, it says marks the first integration between a decentralized finance protocol and a traditional bank. Traditional but bank, yep. more importantly, this is goes to your point. You've spoken about synthetic assets, which take digital assets or cryptocurrencies and pair them together with uh, real world assets like Apple or whoever. But this yep. is now, this is something new. This is kind of a synthetic loan taken traditional mm -hmm. with digital. Uh, so this is, it's, I mean, it's bringing in bringing towards what you've talked about, Mark, for a while now is this whole synthetic uh, world, I guess you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's the future of blockchain and, and the future of finance, right? And, and I mean, the exciting part about this is, this is, you know, it, and, you know, maybe in a future episode, we could go into, or, or if you follow our, our newest podcast, The Cryptionary, uh, where we go into, you know, terms about blockchain and, and cryptocurrency. Yeah, under the crypto coach. Yeah, we... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a yeah. good, great podcast to follow. And I mean, I think we really touch on a lot of um you know if you're new to crypto and you want to find out more about the terminology and even just what the technology does um please check out our other podcast uh cryptionary but um yeah i mean so if we're looking at so the difference i guess some of the key distinctions in blockchain is decentralized versus centralized right um and so decentralized doesn't have any as it you know indicates no centralized ownership um so a lot of like 
traditional finance, like traditional banks have stayed away from it just because there's no like, it's not like there's no accountability, but there's really like, you know, in in a centralized hold, like a centralized um, system. Well, just a trust. Is, I mean, it, it gets down exactly, to trust yeah. and it gets the banks. Mm -hmm. and Debbie, as you know, we've talked about this in, in great lengths about the trust. That's mm -hmm. where the people just don't, they trust the bank. They trust the banks. They can walk in. They know their customer service representative. They can go yeah. and say, they can see their, you know, they can see their account. They can go online. So I think it's just what boils down to trust. But before we, mm -hmm. let's, let's not go into too much detail of the definitions and so forth, but let's talk about yep. what this means, what you got from this, this article from Blockworks article. Yeah, it's a, it's a great step, you know, finally bridging between blockchain and cryptocurrency and yeah. traditional finance. Right. And it's, you know, a hundred million dollars. That's, I mean, that's no, nothing to sneeze at. Right. So that's a pretty substantial loan. Um, and, and I think, you know, well, I guess one of the biggest things like talking about the decentralized element, um, I did read this article a little while back when, you know, that whole thing with tornado cash happened. And yeah. I think we did an episode on that a few episodes ago, we right. Where we, we talked, talked about, about tornado cash. Yeah. yeah. So if you're not familiar, uh, you know, go back, check out that episode. But, um, so here, you know, I, I, I did recall reading this article and it's MakerDAO may execute emergency emergency shutdown if sanctions hit the die, which is you know what we just talked about their stablecoin, right? And I mean basically it was saying you know because the U.S. government came in and um, actually like blacklisted and started freezing uh, USDC accounts, and now USDC, which is held by Center, which I think we talked about you know in one of our previous episodes, um, it's actually it's you know it does have some centralized elements to it. I mean it's still decentralized but it does have holders like um uh, uh, uh who's the uh uh it's black rocks is one of their oh, yeah, largest the whole, investors. The, yeah. circle yeah that's right right yeah so i mean it's you know you can see like reg as regulation starts to come into effect these decentralized protocols are you know they're kind of scrambling to make sure that i think it kind of uh, woke them up to the fact like oh even though we are decentralized we still can get sanctioned and um you know have the come come uh, be subjected to any regular like you know regulations or sanctions yeah. or things yeah. like that from the government um so that i mean that that was kind of one thing that stood out to me when i'm looking at this and i'm like could you imagine you know if uh if to, if this was somehow at all and from what I, my understanding was and this is what you know this emergency shutdown thing was all about is like if the if they had anything to do with tornado cash this hundred million dollars would have been frozen right which is pretty uh you know just a very unique development in the space all around. But I think, uh, you know, it's exciting, exciting stuff to see this bridge starting to happen, especially in, in terms of decentralized finance. Yeah. Um, because, you know, there is centralized finance on blockchain, but, uh, you know, if you're, this decentralized is really, uh, you know, the key. Uh, and then, yeah, just going back to your point about the synthetic assets and and just seeing these, you know, synthetic loans, um, and I guess, uh, yeah, just the tokenization of assets in general, like this is really going to be the future of finance and the future of the space and, and the future of our society. I think, you know, within the next 10 years, we're going to see the tokenization of assets on, on blockchain. You'll, you'll be able to find property, real estate. Um, you know, you can you can even do uh, like fracture, you know, fractional NFTs and stuff like that, where you yeah. can own, you know, small part, part, portions of a uh, piece of property and things like that. Uh, but yeah, anyway, that's, I mean, so that was the first kind of uh, exciting article for the week. Um, and then just moving ahead, uh, I also came across this tweet last week, which is pretty cool. Uh, and although, you know, the Chinese government has actually um, 
they banned cryptocurrency and things like that. <laughs> they can't, um, it goes up course, and down. I think it's like a market maker. I get it. You know, whenever whenever mm-hmm. I hear these things with the Chinese government or the Indian government or whatever government bans certain things, it reminds yeah. me of it back in the in the late early two thousands when uh, small country oil companies, one one dimensional oil companies, one one in particular, one country oil company, one in particular mm-hmm. was um, uh, Hurricane Hydrocarbons out of Calgary, Petro Kazakhstan. They literally mm-hmm. were one one play asset, and I was in in Russia and Kazakhstan. And literally, the, the news, the government would would slap sanctions on them, environmental law, you know, all kinds of sanctions, and their stock would go down. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you know, that gave the opportunity. And this is what, the, I don't know, the banana republics, this is when the government, they deploy funds to go and buy that on the public market, because a single company, single currency or single whatever country, they're really beholden, an oil company, for instance, or mining company, they're beholden to whatever happens in, you know, in that country. So mm-hmm. real economic dependence. And that literally happened with, with Petro Kazakhstan. The, the stock would go up. And then you know, other people would give me stories of, say, in Africa or in South America, where that one, one hit wonder, basically, right? They'd be operating. So the news would hit the currencies. I think this is you know, oftentimes when you have it, the, the government, maybe people tied to the government, go and buy. <laughs> they go and buy the crypto when it's down, right? Because probably most to, definitely, man. You know, it's incredible though. Buy the new, buy the new market. Sell the what is it called? Buy the new, sell the something like hype. That. Yeah, sell the hype. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And well, it's crazy. And I mean, you know, I guess if, for those of you that might not be familiar, but um, previously, before this ban of cryptocurrency in China, um, China was actually the largest miner of Bitcoin. So, like, they had the yeah. largest mining community. I think they mined like. 60% of all Bitcoin was mined out of China until they yeah. banned it. And then funny enough, when they banned it, you know, the the, the difficulty level just dropped, collapsed, profit, you know, miners were making way more money and stuff. But yeah. um, now, of course, that's kind of leveled out. But it just, so I, you know, that the, I just let's want to look at your tweet. Sorry, I mean, and, yeah, I, no, it's okay. I just wanted to highlight, like, you know, and Tencent, of course, is a huge Chinese company. Um, but, uh, you know, it, this you know blockchain based missing person poster so it just you know and i mean i'm not it's you know of course it's just kind of like one i guess element but it's nice to actually see the ability of, of blockchain to still make a difference in like you know helping society right and it's yeah. not just being used for profit and you know like we're talking about loans and this and assets but no like you can use it for all kinds of different things right so it's not just specifically around like but i like know, this i like this this blockchain based missing person because then it's on the ledger mm-hmm. Yep. And this goes to the it's, point, I mean, during, I think during there was a different crisis that happened through wherever they are, like during, and Facebook was posting emergency, you know, allowing people to during, gosh, I can't remember what it was, but like during times of, of something's happening, like, you know, this could be very valuable, particularly mm-hmm. if you think back, cause it's in the, in middle in Thailand, when there was the tsunami 2006 and helping loved ones relocate, you know, people really easily and with effortlessly. So I think, I think that's, Whatever that you know, whatever that is, ten cents. I don't mean mm-hmm. whatever. Whatever this, the, the whatever behind it. I think it's for me. That's amazing. I think that's an amazing uh, initiative. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing, like the beauty about it is, once it's on chain, it can yeah. never be altered. It can never be changed, right? That's so, right. and it's kind of. It, I'm surprised that China actually approved it because you know you can't bury it, right? It's not you can't make it go away because once it's on China. I mean, sorry, once it's on chain. Um, you know, it, it's it's there forever, right? It's yeah. immutable. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty amazing. But good, just uh, good. Yeah. That was a that's a good article. That's a good tweet. I don't know where you found that. Watch your guru. He's yeah. He's I don't know. I think it just popped up <laughs> in my feeds and stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah. Good I just one. wanted to point that out. 
Yeah, and then uh, just moving ahead further. So uh, I also wanted to look at this one, and and actually, um, Chang uh, Chang Zeng, uh, uh, you know, CZ came out the the CEO founder of Binance. Of, uh, yeah, yeah, founder of Binance, and uh, you know, he he basically said this isn't entirely accurate, uh, and they kind of you know took the the context. Of course, the news always trying to sell news, but I just wanted to highlight, um, you know, this. Uh, this kind of element here where and, I, and i've heard a lot of like you know the the origins of binance and of course i mean the thing is like when when a lot of these exchanges came out you know when they first came out we we're talking like 2014 2015 right you know right it wasn't at the same degree of regular i mean the, the world wasn't really at the same you know point of of adoption of cryptocurrency sure back then as it is now so there wasn't these regulatory requirements as there are now right and as far as now, you're just seeing these huge exchanges like Binance backpedaling, trying to get you know the regulatory requirements that they now need in all these countries. That but they're That's so right. big, it's just you know it's like it's it's such a mission for them to try and get all these reg to meet all these regulatory requirements. And of course, like you know to apply for licenses and you know to get the approvals now. I mean, it takes time, right? It takes months and months to get approved to actually offer your exchange and products in these countries, but. And, you know, the good thing, and this is like, I'm actually very happy about this because I think this kind of like regulation and, you know, the anti-money laundering um, and, and actually was this, like, was this an article that came out this week in terms of what it, they're. Uh, yeah, it came out. Uh, I, I did see it pop up in my feed. Oh, sorry. No, August 2nd. So, okay. Um, but I just I came up uh, on my feed this week for whatever reason, but I interviewed pub published August 1st. So it's a, it's a little bit old. Um, I'm not sure why it popped up. It just recently popped up on my, on my feed, but I, it's the first time I've actually uh, seen it, but you can see so he's, this is a complete misquote. Look at the numbers, but the fact is the type of headlines someone clicks that. However, like, you know, it, it, it is like, you know, for me, I, the, the, the reason I'm bringing it up is like, I'm actually happy to see this regulation coming into effect and to sure. see that um, because I think it's much needed, right? It's just to, to, to get rid of the hacks and the scams and all this, you know, the things that are plaguing blockchain and crypto right now, Right. Um, it really, I think this regulation is going to be helpful for it because, and that's the way the world's heading. Like, you know, even going back to the MakerDAO article, um, you know, decentralized finance, I think, unless they're doing KYC, AML, like doing the proper, you know, abiding by the proper regulatory requirements, any companies like this, you know, they, they won't have a place in the future of blockchain. and. Well, and I think, you know, it speaks to the, the, Clearly, there's good news, negative news, bad news. You know, to to say that the the regulators are clamping down or regulators are catching up, I mean, it's incredibly difficult. If you think of the regulators, individuals, it's as you and I as an individual, it's difficult to keep up with the changes and the technology because we're not we're not we're not uh, technical guys in nature. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you think of the government themselves, the things they need to do, and they they probably hire externally, and mm -hmm. have those people on board. Or if they don't, right, you can think of it. How, how can they have the capacity to absorb? understanding what legislation should be in place, yep, how to exactly. change the legislation for the change. Because it's been around only, what, 10, 20? Okay, I think the white, point, the white paper for Bitcoin was written in 2008 or something like that? Something like that, yeah. yeah. yeah so but I mean, it didn't hit mainstream until, you know, even 2011 was still questionable, right? So I think it's incredibly difficult for government. So th this thing's always going to be in the news when there's somebody gets slapped at the regulatory or the regulators get, get privy to some new... You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, I think it's incredibly difficult. I don't know how they do it. Um, hats off to the regulators. Hats off mm -hmm. to the people that try to comply. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, to me, I'm, I'm, 
it actually it makes me happy to see that the space because and especially like you know as it becomes regulated it means acceptance yeah. right yeah, you know if, sure. if it's being regulated it means governments are accepting it as you know it's here to stay it's just you need to be regulated by the government to actually offer your products which is uh, to me a good thing right um and it, it just means that the space isn't going anywhere and it's just solidifying the fact that the no, we've, we've got use cases so let's let's go i want to i want to share i don't know if i share my screen but i've got a mm -hmm. you know yeah, i want sure. to stop sharing i don't know if i can share this it's i don't yeah. i don't i haven't read the article but the i know i'll just really come through it sims creator everyone knows the game sims yeah been around you know my daughters were three years old when it first came out but mm -hmm. sims creator will write uh the news article i just caught my attention this morning he raised six million for blockchain games through his investment vehicle, Griffin Gaming Partners. I'm not going to share the screen on this one, but it's, okay. you know, if you go deeper in that article, he just mm -hmm. talks about how they're building NFTs and, and and helping some of the gaming, I think white labeling some games, you know, and, and, and with NFTs. I mean, it just speaks to, again, the prevalence of crypto, the prevalence of blockchain. You and I talked, Technology. On the, you know, the, the tech, we talked yesterday regarding what the definition of blockchain. So, I mean, this, this stuff is prevalent. It's around us. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to continue for some it's time. It's here to stay. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's, you know, the use case, even like just looking at the missing persons one, right? I mean, the use cases are infinite, right? It's not just um, around cryptocurrency, which I think a lot of people, it's misleading when people think of Bitcoin, but there's, you know, the application of the technology, you know, just the, the use cases is, is endless, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, and moving on uh, into uh, you know another article <laughs> that, Actually, like, you know, because we, we we spoke offline, you know, the other day about, you know, the I think you did a, a podcast uh, in Calgary. I did a post. That, I did a post. Yeah. On, well, I didn't do the po podcast, but the ATM caught my attention. You've seen, yep. you've taken that article from the Coinstar one. Mm -hmm. Back to the mainstream. Okay. So gaming's one thing, which people are yeah. doing. Their, their well, look, then, then, but yeah. this is where you're going, right? To your, yeah. right home, right? You know, you right walk there, to the grocery 10. store. Yep. 10,000 ATMs, you can now get, uh, you know, digital assets out of as, as a, and, you know, like you can get cash out of them, right? So buy Bitcoin at this kiosk. It's cool. It's cool to see. And, it, you know, if you if you had rewinded 10 years ago, I mean, you, you, no one would ever believe this was possible, right? So I think it's, uh, it's really cool to see the space developing and seeing it become mainstream. And, uh, you know, like I said, like, it, it's not going anywhere, right? And if you're not if you're not staying so, up to speed on blockchain and screen. cryptocurrency, you know, you're going to get left behind. Right? You're going you're to share? I'll share my, well, I won't share my, I'll just sure. get my video on. So that video wasn't, it was frozen. So this is, <laughs> you can see that. Yeah. Um, this uh, is here, the, let me, let me, uh, let me just stop, stop, stop sharing mine so you can see yours. There you okay. go. That's better. So there's the, literally I walked into the sh local shop. It's not 7-Eleven. It used to be 7-Eleven. Mm -hmm. It had a little Bitcoin sign on the door. Yeah. Literally. The Bitcoin sign caught my attention. I went, oh, do you guys help Bitcoin? And then, of course, at the teller, she had Bitcoins. because yeah, the machine's right down the hall. And right mm -hmm. next to it was a, just a traditional ATM. Yep. And this is the and Olympia. It, so Olympia ATM, that's mm -hmm. traditional cash. And I, so he is due to be on my the Calgary Business Podcast. Uh, in can the we see week. the uh, Bitcoin one again? Okay, so let's go back. We'll go back to Yeah, the I want to see that. Yeah, let's take a look at the Bitcoin one again. So yeah, this is it. cool. So uh, how, I mean, I'm I'm just curious. I've never used one myself. So it's like, how does it work? It's cool. Like, because you said, like, you know, you have to have a a wallet. You'd have to connect your wallet somehow, yeah. like your crypto wallet, and yeah. obviously extract Bitcoin out of it. But very cool, very very cool. But that see. article, Maybe, so the Coinstar yeah. article, it talks about you can send it to the a Coinstar wallet or mm -hmm. any wallet in your. So obviously, you need the keys, right? You need your yeah. codes. 
your private key, your public key, and to oh, send okay, that money, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But so that, I love that. So that's it. Mm-hmm. To me, that's just adoption, right? Mainstream right. adoption. And so yep. blockchain, obviously that caught, and I think re- I remember when I tweeted it, the, the guys from Bitcoin podcast, he wrote, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really expensive. And yeah. it is, I think it was ATM. To get an ATM, you mean? No, no. Oh. I mean, sorry, to do the, to buy Bitcoin itself through that. Yeah, I think oh, it's okay, charged eighteen yeah. percent. You get hit eighteen wow. percent, maybe more. That's a markup. The down market, maybe less than a down market. Yeah, but of course, then I, I, you need the digital side, right? Mm-hmm. To to you need the tech code, the technical code to code the machine. I'd love to have someone like that on the podcast who the yeah. Bitcoin guy, which I might reach out. How they get the? Because that's just down the road for me here in Calgary. Absolutely, man. Let's. Uh, I mean, if you come out awesome. of your caveman, I mean, if you come out of the caveman, <laughs> caveman's. Yeah, check her out if you see it in in the Cayman Islands in Seatmark. If you see it, you know we, out we in the wild. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's coming. You know, it, it's just yeah. The, I mean the the yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised within the next year or two that we see it in Cayman. Um, but like I said, I mean it, it, we need to look at the practical application. In your cave, man. Like it's in yes. your cave, man. Check it. Your your man cave. <laughs> check your check, check your, your man local cave. cave. So let's go. Let's go to the charts, Mark. Let's, let's well, okay, well, actually, the charts. Oh, hold on. There's a, there's, a, there's a couple more. Yeah, I just wanted to, to quickly look. So I mean, this is uh, you know, if you're really into the the you know the crypto space, this is uh, huge news, right? So you know, their main net merge as uh, you know the 2.0 Ethereum 2.0 upgrade, right? So they're saying uh, the you know the the up the upgrade is scheduled. Uh, the, the the you know the foundation said it's scheduled for September 6th. Merge triggering uh, between September 10th and 20th, so that's coming up really yeah. soon here. Uh, well, let's talk and, about I that. Mean, let's talk about when it comes because there's a lot of news. I just want yeah. to see the hiccups that may or may not come from this moving from. Well, proof and of, they keep, you know, proof it's of, it's uh, funny. It's like they, they've been kicking this. They've been kicking this can down the road here for sure. You know, every every month. So it, it'd be cool to see if it actually does happen in September, and and then again, yeah, the, any bugs or stuff that might be coming with it, but... Uh, but this real yeah, technical, that I read that article, I've read some mm-hmm. of it, there's a lot yeah. of tech, bringing the different chains together, and who's got, you know, on chain, I wonder how that's going to th- affect Ethereum Cash, ETC, because they were a fork of Ethereum, they said, we're the real... You mean Ethereum, Ethereum Classic, you mean, or Ethereum or is it Cash? E- Ethereum Classic, or Ethereum Classic? Uh, Ethereum Cash. Classic was the original, Um, you know, before the... Uh, but there's the an ETC token, IT. what's yeah, the ETC Yeah, that's Ethereum token? Classic, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the ETC is basically it's it's um, you know it's, it's not fork. using it's the same. Fork. Yeah, well, it, it was it's what happened actually. So, you know, this version of Ethereum is forked from Ethereum Classic, yeah. uh, and it actually the you know the reason behind it was the Slock.it, the first ever DAO case that got brought before the uh, Supreme Court in the United States, the SEC and stuff. Um, and just going, I guess I don't want to go too much into the history of it, but um, yeah, essentially, uh, what, ha- what happened was park that mark for the for our for crypto another coach. we can we can we can for we can, crypto coach in. because it's yeah, the news, it's not current news, but uh, I get yeah, it. it's not news, great, yeah. yeah. It's a very interesting story though, why why you know there is Ethereum Classic and and now I'd um, love to know, hear that. I, do, I don't know the history, so it'd be a good one to talk about deep dive, yeah, that. just in the essence of time. We can we can cover it in a different podcast, certainly. Um, so yeah, I mean, check out all of our podcasts, it's all it's all good stuff, lots of good content in them. Um, but yeah, just exciting. And I, I mean, the, the, the biggest thing I want the reason why I wanted to put it uh, point this out is you can see here, you know, ETH traders clo- closely watching the merge, yeah, and people yeah. have been saying, like, oh, you know, when this does happen, uh, you know, ETH is gonna because typically Bitcoin is what leads the market. Um, and people are saying, well, you know, now that with this merge, ETH is going to, you know, take over from Bitcoin and it's going to bring the market up and 
Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens here in the next couple of weeks if the merge actually does happen. Well, this would be good. To, like if you point that up. This maybe we look at the chart. When we go to the charts, we can look at the mm -hmm. Ethereum this time instead of looking at the Bitcoin charts. Maybe yeah, probably the same. It kind of does follow. Yeah, it's still following the same. Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I guess before just segueing into the charts, uh, you know, this, <laughs> yeah. you can see what <laughs> what the markets have done. And this is just a regular stock If you market. watch, so Mark, this is funny because I watched, yeah. I watched Bloomberg Technology Thursday night's mm -hmm. episode. And they're like, oh, the markets were up today, Thursday. The markets yep. were up today. We're waiting for Powell. And then, and they, you know, the guests came on. What do you think? What's going to happen? And of course, yep. you know, because it it's, it's technology focused. And of course, the markets crashed, basically, not crashed, mm -hmm. but went down significantly after his words. So it's, it's funny to see the day before the, the, how the news is, because the markets were up on Thursday, right? Yep. I don't know why, but they were up and thinking. Well, it's, you know, people speculating what they think is the, what's going to happen. And, and actually like, you know, Raphael, who's, who really should be, I mean, I, en I enjoy technical analysis just for fun. But if you want like real trading advice, like please follow us on, I mean, most of our trading, because we actually have our own proprietary artificial intelligence system that Raphael yeah. built. And we, and we use that for trading signals. So we don't, Raphael, do we need fun. him. We need to get him. Let's just get him on, Mark. Let's just get well, him on Well, the problem together. is the time difference, right? Because he's, I mean, he's he in based? France. So yeah, it's seven hours ahead, right? So it's, you well, know, he's 10 in, in the right evening. Now. He could have, no, it's 10 in the evening only there. Well, seven, seven, seven hours ahead for me. <laughs> uh, so, so it's 1130, 1139 for him. Okay. Uh, so eight hours ahead for you. Uh, but that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if I was going to say, if you do, if you're interested in getting like real trade signals, um, you know, we, we do most of it, we post on discord. So, uh, if you're not familiar with discord, um, you know, I guess we, we, you know, please you know, message I mean, us, I, message yeah. us on LinkedIn message us. We're always re responding and stuff. Yeah. So you can message us if you want to get some, you know, trade signals. If so you're let's, a trader. now we'll see the signals to see how yeah. Mark, Powell, uh, Mark Powell, Jackson Hole, the comments of, uh, Powell, I, what's mm. his first name? Powell it doesn't matter. Really. Oh gosh. I, I can't remember actually. Let me say it's probably in the article. Uh, Jerome Powell. Jerome yeah. Powell. So yeah. his article. I mean, his literally his words. This wasn't even a Fed meeting. This wasn't mm -hmm. even an F FOMC meeting. This yeah. was just a, you know, a, a Jackson Hole kind of get together <laughs> by the central it's, bank. It's this one right here. This this. They should have a Discord group, Mark. Mark. They should have a Discord group. I think the, mm -hmm. the the federal U.S. Federal Reserve. Bank people, the chairmen, they all need to have a, a Discord and get on there. Right? See if that could shake them up. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh man, it, it reminds me of the Trump era where you know Trump would tweet about something oh, yeah. and, the and the market, market would shock. The markets would go up. But let's go to the, let's go to your charts, Mark. Let's go. To yeah, the yeah, sure. I mean, and then, like we, we can check Ethereum, but you know, Bitcoin really still is dominating and leading the market, right? For at the time being, but you can see here, you know, uh, I'm in the monthly view here. And again, like, you know, let's go to the daily. Let's go. I do this. For, I, yeah, I do this for fun, you know, but if you want like true trade signals, uh, like I mentioned, Raphael, I mean, he's a quant. He was a quant trader for hedge yeah. fund. He worked for Citibank. He, you know, nice. he built an artificial intelligence system that was used for hedge funds. Right. So uh, and then that's what we're using for our trading. And so this, let's look you know, at Thursday, Thursday to Friday. Can you show yeah, us so here? Thursday? You can see here. So the, the 24th would have been, I think, Thursday. Right. You can see this is the sell down. So in Friday. Yeah, this is the Friday, I think. Uh, you know, if we look at the dates here, no, uh, Friday was the twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty sixth. Yeah, and I think well, when when did the uh, the news came out? I think on the Friday morning. Was it Friday morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Friday twenty sixth. Yeah, yeah. So you can see, uh, well, you know, even here, this is well, this is overnight, I think, right? So, uh, you can see, you know, the sell downs and stuff, but it it really, um, yeah, this is on the daily. It is, you know. 
the 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 trend has been like we mentioned and this was like kind of an unexplained unexplained sell down really where it just you know the the crypto markets are so volatile but if you can just see it's you know like like we mentioned before if you're looking at the technical analysis and the funny thing is like i mean rafael through his trading like his ai it signals him like if there's you know what direction the market's heading and if there's yeah. short like there's yeah. massive short positions being built and things like that uh, and he called this he was like hey you know <laughs> I, I probably go through the messages but he's like you know there's you can see there's multiple there's massive short uh positions being built in the order flows and uh, you know sure enough it's it, you know you can just see it um and, and really like 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 you mentioned for the technical side it's just fun to watch but uh you know you can look at it and and, and again this is like you know daily weekly uh and if we're looking at the daily like it's you know of course just been slowly selling down right which is kind of to be expected from uh it, this is showing the 25th but it's really i think you know the 25th 26th and you can see it, it did like dip below 20,000 on the 26th yeah uh now it's just kind of treading water but like you know how when we first started doing these podcasts and looking at you know the weekly and the monthly like like i mentioned if you if you if you're a technical you know if you're a technical analysis trader and again, I, I don't even trust my, I mean, I enjoy doing this for fun and I've been doing it for, you know, years and years now. I just, I enjoy it for fun, but you know, when it comes to making a trading decision, I definitely trust the artificial intelligence over, over mine. So well, it's because of the I, data, I, if you put in the data and you and I talked about this in a previous mm -hmm. episode where you talked about the history and I didn't realize, you know, it needs that 200 day average. You said yeah. even Apple has been around forever. It's like, they didn't start. Oh, it, was the, it, was, it was the NASDAQ. Yeah. It, or the I NASDAQ. Mean, yeah yeah so you can see well it was the 400 days sorry I, I did um i said 200 but it's actually the 400 day okay moving average but it didn't here, start though. you're like it didn't start until xyz like whatever date and i'm like what do you mean it's been around forever trade yeah. been around forever it's just the data yeah and it's i mean it's this is the 400 day here uh right? there it is this yeah. new one here. So the, but so the ai if the data mm -hmm. is in, if it's you know again if you think of the heuristics on the 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 ai yes. info the the data used for data science and the written the code that they write Yep. The better the data, the better information you're going to get from an analytics perspective. So I, I think I hear you. Uh, if if, yeah, if Raphael's well, reading I mean, something like that, and it's constantly learning, right? And but he's yeah. been, I mean, the his his AI that he, he built it years ago, right? So it's been, you know, he's been using it for trading, you know, for I think the last eight years or something, right? Well, so, maybe we should do a what we should do is have him on and predict and, and predict talk about the. Not talk about his market, AI, but just talk. No, yes, the AI, but also look at the net and say, "Look, here's what I'm mm -hmm. seeing. So beware. This is potential. Mm -hmm. Like you know, what I mean, it's like you just said he predicted it. Great. Let's yep. let's let's show that, and then we can mm -hmm. go revisit the next week. So how did that play out? And then you can you know you can see it in real real time or a week yeah, later. Exactly. So okay. Yeah, exactly. But I, and I mean, if you're looking at the market, like like you know how we were talking about before, like hey, here I think when we first started the podcast, it was you know somewhere back. This is on the weekly, but. You know, it was just treading water sideways, and yeah, like I mentioned, it it always trades along these moving averages. You know, sure. I found in, in in my experience, right? So it came up, it touched the moving average, which is kind of what we expected, right? Um, and now it's slowly selling down again. But however, this is the weekly chart. If we're looking at the monthly, it's still a ways away from you know its moving averages here. Yeah. So again, like uh, um, as I mentioned before, you know, we're really just we're trading sideways until, you know, it, it comes closer to these moving averages, right? Yeah. As you can, as I mentioned before, it always comes back and, and comes, you know, whenever, it, whenever it deviates too far from the averages. And, you know, it, to me, it's like, 
the the logic behind this is because you know the market makers are the ones that actually set the market and control the market um and they're the ones like I mean, what the, their whole function is to make sure that you don't have a collapse of the market regardless if there's like you know the order flow to completely sell down the market they still have to do it in a in a manner that um doesn't like decimate the market overnight sure, right sure so so to me this is like the, the the logic behind this so they kind of use these moving averages as a guide uh regardless of like you know the, obviously if the if the orders are you know if if there's a lot of um, orders coming in to sell <laughs> Yeah. It's not gonna sell down to one dollar overnight, right? That's kind of what they're, they're you know, they're, they regulate the flow of it. So, um, yeah, what I what I would see is like well, what I'm. What I should say I guess... before you, while you figure out what to say there next, Mark. Mm-hmm. All discussions in this episode and all yes. future past episodes are for informational mm-hmm. purposes only, exactly, and should not be relied upon as legal, business, mm-hmm. investment, or tax advice. Exactly. You should consult your yeah. own advisor as on these matters. References to any securities or digital assets are for illustrative purposes only. And do not constitute an investment recommendation or offer to provide investment advisory services. Mark, yep. Thanks very you. much, Al. Yeah, that is hundred percent true. This is just uh, you know out of pure fun and and hobby. So, uh, like I said, and you know even for Raphael's um, artificial intelligence system, it's you know we 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 do this because we enjoy doing it, not because we're uh, giving financial advice. And please do your own research and uh, you know consult a investment professional if you want uh, real trading advice. So. Uh, this is just you know us enjoying talking about cryptocurrency and talking about the markets and uh, and and so for me personally like what I would expect to see uh, what is just continue the continuation of you know this sideways trading between the ranges of like nineteen thousand and you know now twenty three or twenty four thousand that's sure. been right and, and I think until like I said probably September or October where you're going to see it catch these moving averages finally and at which point it will either sell down yeah. further. Yeah, give it a trend up will. or tra- potential trend yeah. up or potential trend but down. But until then, I'm you know it's still just expecting this sideways trading where it's gonna you know just every week we're in the weekly view again. Come on, Mark. I thought going I'd up, get on today going and down, just give going give up, me the signal going down. You give us a signal, Mark, to go to go up to the moon. <laughs> Sixty five thousand. Go to the moon. Yeah, you know Mark. it's funny. I've I read this book. Uh, it was like you know the I can't remember. It was a, it was a book on business sayings historically and. The guy had interviewed uh, J.P. Morgan, the original J.P. Morgan that founded oh, yeah, J.P. Yeah. Morgan Bank, yeah. and John someone had Pier- asked John Pierpont, Pierpont, whatever, Pierpont. yeah, John Pierce Morgan, whatever his name was. Someone had asked him, you know, what are the J.P. Morgan? What are the markets going to do? And his answer was fluctuate. <laughs> Which, <laughs> that's pretty much it, and that's what they do. You know, and with that, up, Mark, with that update for today, yeah. thank you for the mm-hmm. uh, like, we're, Mark. I think we're running out of time. Yeah, we so are, we'll uh, continue uh, next next week, man. Mark, thanks but for the update. Great chat. And, yeah, uh, great chat with you all. We'll, we'll see you again next week. Yeah, have a good week, everybody. Cheers. Bye.